Dice mío, no te Fix the audio. One second. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. All right, let me go ahead and fix the name of the show right now because I'm ready. I am fucking ready. Um, you ready? Oh, let me see. How the fuck do you change this? Okay. Of course, that's it. What'd you say? I nap today and it felt good. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I, I wish I would have. I'll, I'll tell you stuff in post. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let me find out our, um, let's see. Maybe that will work. Oh, we getting voicemails already. Shout out to y'all, because y'all gonna need them. I can guarantee Hello. y'all need them. Thank you I for popping. Need these tonight. Thank you for popping through. It's Killer B forty four. What's up? Yes, indeed. Uh, shout out to him. Um, who boy. Uh, let me go ahead and share this now on the Twitter. Um, I gotta mark down when we actually start. That way, I can tell in to you know, have his ducks in a row because I'm mm-hmm. actually not going to be playing tonight with this show. Um, mm. But yeah, I'm. Yeah. You'll, you'll see. You'll see. Now the fucking link won't work. Okay. Stereo, I hate you so fucking much. I swear I do. Like the only app I hate more than stereo is fucking Clubhouse. And we're going to talk about that, too. We're going to get there. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. All right. Here we are. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, thank y'all for actually sitting in for the 30 seconds that you've been in here. So I appreciate that. Um, I can mark this down at 2.40. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, you are joined with, you know, Shannon and I for another episode of Loud Mouth Stereo. Um, before Shannon does the the inaugural, like, you know, introduction and stuff, I am... Greg, a.k.a. the dad by God, a.k.a. Hibachi Poppy, a.k.a. your titi's favorite lollipop, a.k.a. put your no. anklet by my ears, a.k.a. <laughs> the bearded hoochie, a.k.a. bearded Thanos, a.k.a. the curse word enthusiast. And yes, I completely judge a book by its cover. Um, so with that being said, um, we, we have to have a talk tonight. Um, you, again, are listening to Loudmouth Stereo. Um, Shan, you might as well go ahead and get the introductions out of the way because I'm about to start. So there you are. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome to Loud Mouth from She Gets It Pod. This is great for Young Black and Bothered. Please check out those podcasts on your podcast platforms. This is Loud Mouth Stereo, not with a TH, but with a F. Loud Mouth Stereo, okay? Tonight we are talking about the importance of positive self talk among other things on social media all right so y'all who state your name state your claim leave a message share the show clap it up we appreciate you we about to give you a great show yes we are yes we are ladies and gentlemen um i'm currently cooking but we're gonna be on it so what i wanted to start the show by saying is you know happy birthday to my father um 
he, I don't actually, I don't even know how old he is because he always laughs. He always lied to me about his age, but today is his birthday. So I wanted to shout him out um, because he's actually currently in the hospital. Um, he's in the hospital with something very important. You know, Shan, we can talk about that later. Um, I did not know of this thing until maybe three or four hours ago. And it's actually been fucking with me. So hopefully this show will kind of, you know, distract me from the shit and shenanigans that is that. Um, that being said, though, we are going to have to have a long talk before we get into the importance of positive self-talk. Because Shan did a bad thing today. Mm. Shan, did a, Shan did a very bad thing today. Um, <laughs> Shan... She invited me into a clubhouse, ladies and gentlemen, and I, I keep telling her that she, she is a glutton for punishment. And she just she doesn't get the vibe. She's not catching the vibes here. So she invites me into a room and it's, it's a bunch of um, what do I want to call them. Uh, marketing podcasters, um, a, a bunch of people who they are trying to convince people that they are podcasters when all they are are like you know, marketing graduates, and, you know, they're really good at marketing shit. So I took notes, um, because people lie. Um, a woman, Shan, you know, I've messaged you this also. Um, mm-hmm. She was asking these people about how to podcast and, you know, why she should be podcasting. And more importantly, how can she drive up her listens? Um, she says, and I quote, I don't really have time to dedicate time to this podcast um i just want to spread my information out there but i don't know how to get proper funding um ladies and gentlemen that is not how you fucking podcast um <laughs> we, we, we said this for the past three weeks we've done a show on podcast every week and i promise you this is not that show um i just wanted to start with this because i hate being lied to so i hate when i can see somebody lying and you can see it a mile away um not only that, like that aura, that attitude when it comes to podcasting won't get you listens. Um, but the thing is, the woman consistently put her foot in her mouth. So I'm, I'm not going to say her name or anything like that. But she said something to the effect of she had, what, 20 shows, Sharon? I think she had 20 shows. And she said one episode only had 53 downloads while the other one had 1,000. And she was trying to figure out why this show had 1,000 listens. And then she goes to expound saying that the reason why she had a thousand downloads for that one episode was because she had done, you know, done an interview with someone famous. And I'm like, great. Like you did a show with somebody famous. Congratulations. But here's the issue. That's why you got a thousand listens, honey. Like y- your show ain't shit. Your-, your show has 20 episodes. You're not going to have a million like listeners in your first 10, 20, 30 shows. So the fact that she got a thousand because she did an interview with someone popular. Congratulations. Like take that for what it is and go. But then here's where it got worse. Um, she asked the wrong person who is a marketing manager. I looked her up on LinkedIn. She's a marketing manager who told her that she needed to be in certain categories focusing on what she wanted to do for podcasting. So she says something to the effect of interviewing and pop, you know, popular people in order to drive up her listens. And you know, if she's going to deal with, pop, what is it called, uh, personal development, she shouldn't change her podcast name and she mm-hmm. shouldn't she shouldn't do consistent branding. What she should do is put her face on everything. Um, what the fuck does that mean, Shane? Can you explain this to me? I feel like um she got up there as a moderator, not knowing anything about podcasting for real. She 
maybe she's good at marketing into podcasting, but sometimes you can market a podcast in a obnoxious way where people are purposely exactly. not to it because you're obnoxious about how you're marketing your show, and then you don't even have enough episodes to back up how hard you're Bingo. doing. Bingo. She said something to the effect, and I wrote it down. You need to spoon uh, you need to spoon feed your podcast episodes to your listeners. Um, and then she went to you know go on and say that you should di uh, direct message or DM everyone who follows you your podcast episodes and copy and paste the message so you can send it to everybody else. Man, I, that is not how that works. I delete those. Yo, like I'm this close to like deleting like three or four of my favorite podcasters who do this shit. Um, it's not cool. It's not, it, it's not fair. Um, and I get it, but it's not the way to go about it. It actually makes people want to listen to the shit less. It, it's almost like, you know, for a fact that like you have a package, right? Like say you go and check your mail. Yeah. You're going to go check your mail, but you know, half the shit you're getting is spam. So it's like, I'm not going to check that shit right now. Or say, for example, you know for a fact that you're waiting for like a bill to come in. Yeah, you're waiting for the bill, but you you don't want to keep checking for that shit. That's how I feel about what she said. But then she kept going. She kept going. So she said, you know, something to the effect of hacking, you know, the Apple podcast app by using keywords like Apple categories in order to name your podcast. So the woman, she said that she wanted to name her podcast after herself. So she had a really unique name, which would have been great for a podcast name, right? Mm -hmm. and, and and this dummy this dummy tells her well i wouldn't put my name as my podcast because it doesn't make any sense it, it doesn't make any sense to do this and it won't drive up any listens because no one knows you yes sweetie nobody knows you but the thing is like what's she the did, best way to get people to know you by saying your fucking name she used a dead man as a reference she said like, ma'am out of all the people you could have picked <laughs> Yeah, but then, then then she said this. She said, one of my favorite podcasts I listen to is called Self-Improvement Daily. And he gets a million listens for you know certain episodes because he has the term self-improvement in the title of his podcast, which just happens to be an Apple category. Ma'am, if we can go through the categories of Apple podcasts, we're not going to do this, but all I'm going to say is this, Shan, if I would have named my podcast Sports Podcast, Yes, it would show up when you type in fucking sports podcast because it's a sports co you know podcast in a category called sports podcast. Yeah. Um, I, I I just some people can't be this fucking dumb. And she, she said, you know, you don't want to seem like an egomaniac by naming your podcast after yourself. But then she went two minutes later and said, you know, her podcast is like young and something. So she said, I want to, you know, in a few years. Now that, you know, I've matured, she said something to that effect, right? Like now that she's matured and, you know, her podcast has grown, you know, she doesn't want to keep the young in the name, similar to my show, right? So she said this, she said, your name can grow with you. And I personally want to change my name, you know, my podcast name to my own name, but mm -hmm. people know my podcast name. It's like, yo. so you just told her a roundabout way of saying, no, don't change your, you know, don't name your podcast after you. Name it something else. So in a few years, when you start popping, then you can change your podcast name. That's not mm -mm -mm. the lies, the fucking lies. Um, let, 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 go ahead. <laughs> I, like I, I was so frustrated, Shan. Like that's why I stopped texting. I I, I, I kicked myself out of the group. I was like, you I, know what? No, just no. I, I, I fell asleep on that room and I woke up to this 
same blah talk and I just got out of it. Yo, at, at some point, like if you want to give people valuable information, fact check your valuable information. I feel like when you and I come in here and we talk about podcasting, we aren't going and like dictating podcast because we want people to podcast. But what we're not telling people is, hey, make money to podcast. That's not how it works in reverse. You podcast and then just, you know, if you're good enough, then you get the money from it. I'm tired of saying this shit every week. I, I really fucking am. Um, you know, dedicating the time to the podcast, but, you know, don't focus on fucking funding and social media. And then, you know, what the woman was saying, you know, she was saying she wasn't patient with her podcast. Sweetie, you answered your own question. If you're not patient with anything you fucking do, you're not going to reap the benefits when it actually goes good. That's how you have a whole bunch of new podcasters who burn out after three or four episodes because don't nobody want to hear that shit. That or you don't have, like, you know, how we have a docket and things like that. Yeah, like, but the fact that this idiot said people to spoon feed your listeners and fucking spam DM them on Instagram and Twitter. Come on now. That, that's just, what is this? What, what is this? Spam DM me. I'm blocking. Y'all for it about money blocked. You add me on Clubhouse or any page and you don't have a face or you have zero followers mm-hmm. or friends or anything in your bio blocked. Like if you're going to be on social media, be on motherfucking social media. If you're not going to do it all the way and you still want to remain secret and, and a meme as your profile, stay the fuck off my shit. Exactly. So I came up with a solution um, for this problem. Um, she's telling people to DM everyone. No, you do something that people already don't like and just get them used to that shit, which is create <laughs> an email list. Like yeah. buy a website, get a domain, and then you tell people if they want to get information on your show, subscribe to the email list. And then you send out an email saying, hey, a uh, new podcast episode. So when they do want to check their emails, which we rarely ever do in 2021, boom, it's there for them. But what you don't do is say, you know what, I'm going to, Shane, I have 1,900 followers on fucking um, Instagram on the podcast page. Can you imagine how long it would take me to fucking I think Instagram might lock my account if I try to DM 1,900 people. <laughs> every, imagine every week you're fucking DMing 1,900 people. That is insane. So, you know what? I, I don't, I don't want to talk about that too much. Um, Shan, please, if you could, um, let us hit the voicemails first because I want to go into this positive self-talk because I want to make this as positive. Loud M-O-U-F. What are we talking about? Loud mouth or loud move? <laughs> loud something. I don't know. That's funny, Killer B. Loud move. That's your move. What's up, Greg? What's up? She gets it Hello. pie. What's happening with y'all, man? I'm tuned in, man. I'm in here. Oh, What's shit. <laughs> you were in for a treat tonight, buddy. Mm-hmm. You were in for a treat. This clubhouse. Is that a club or something? No, I... Yes, it's the house of a club. Yes, yeah. sir. Hey, what's up? back. What's going on? And I did that only Listen. because you got 1987 in in that name. You know what I'm saying? Yes, indeed. <laughs> hey. All right. We're All right. So, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, um, again, the the topic for tonight is 
the importance of positive self-talk. So I wanted to like lead in with the reason why we're doing this show. Um, I pretty much, I threw the docket at Shane, um, mainly because I was getting tired of all the negativity on like social media, Clubhouse and just in general. Um, you know, we will be having a show, you know, well, Shane will be having a show with, you know, E-Ruth and myself. Um, that will be coming soon on both platforms. But, you know, I just, this is not that show. So I just don't want to, you know, get them confused. Um, the reason why I'm trying to like, you know, getting tired of all this negativity um, is because I started reading a book um, and it's called A Man's Search for Meaning. And the reason why I've been reading this book is because I'm, I'm trying to manifest. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, find the power in my tongue and, you know, laws of attraction, positive energies and things like that. Um, I hear a lot of people talk that all the time on Clubhouse. But the thing is, nobody actually practices this stuff. No one said everybody's on here. Good vibrations, you know, vibrators, vibrating, all, all, all that shit. But no one says, you know, where can you go to get that energy? And, yeah. you know, but the thing is, like for me, when I ask people, where can they get it? They're like, it's in you. It's like, but the thing is, like, it could be in me. How the fuck do I get it out? It's not a fart. It's like it's something that I want. And, you know, reading this book, A Man's Search for Meaning, like it, it's hit hard. And, you know, I'm learning life lessons from it. So I, I wanted to really like dig down into the importance of positive self-talk because I don't feel like we are positive enough. Um, you know, I have a friend, Phil, shout out to uh, Positive Filter Podcast. He's very positive and he's always telling me, Greg, you have to be more positive about things and stuff like that. And I'm trying. Um, but I wanted to have the listeners and, you know, Shan, you know, Shan and I, we can just go and bounce ideas off of ways that you can show yourself and others gratitude. But this is one of those shows where I want people to show themselves gratitude first because it starts with us. Um, I feel like if you're giving a whole bunch of like compliments and, you know, a lot of like good energy to everybody else and then you don't get it, you, you, know, you automatically feel really bad about it. And I feel like the reason why you feel bad about it is because you aren't pouring into yourself. And I don't want to be like that anymore. I want to be a little bit more positive because that fucking, that clubhouse shit, that one, that fucked me up. I was like, oh, this is, this is it. This is it. So tonight, you know, I hope you guys in the comments, you, you lay it out there. Like, you know, what can you do as a way to show yourself gratitude? Because you deserve it. This is the show. Big yourself up, man. Like, you know, give yourself that energy that you've been giving everybody else all this time. That dude that didn't text you for Valentine's Day. Put that energy in you. Um, you know, oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, I just said fuck him. Yeah. Like, you know, that boss who doesn't appreciate you. That, you know, that friend who, you know, isn't a true friend to you. Like, all the energy you've been giving them, I, I want y'all to take tonight, you know, as an opportunity to give it to yourself. Um, I have some ways that, you know, I can, you know, sh you know, basically you can show yourself and others gratitude, um, starting with number one. Um, and this is for like others, which is comment on your friend's post. If you're going to be on social media, you might as well go comment on their shit and like, oh, like have a good day or, you know, something really positive that's not an emoji or just message, you know, message your friends on social media or just in a regular text and be like, oh, like, you know checking up on you, hoping that everything is good because yes, that's going to make you feel better. Even if they don't answer it, like you're kind of like, you know, you're releasing tension that's in your body. So to me, that was one way that you can like show yourself and others gratitude. Do you have any? Cause I have a list. I have a fucking laundry list. I think support is free, especially when it comes from people who already know you and people mm -hmm. who see you as a friend. Um, 
it should be easier to do. Like if you know your friend has a website, I don't know why you can wake up early in the morning, have the time and not post their website. Like on Mondays, if I'm up early, I'll post my friend's websites. I'll um, grab their at pages. I'll go ahead and check out their podcast, create a clip, post it everywhere. I have four pages on IG for different things. I'll post it. I'll repost it. They're not asking me. I'm not getting anything from it. Um, complete strangers, if I see that they're on their grind and I have you know a little bit of coinage on the side, I'll scrape it up and buy something. Buy something mm-hmm. I like from them because I feel I, I I get a kick out of people grinding for themselves and it makes me yeah. it makes it easier for me to help them. And also you can just be honest to your friends. If you see mm. your friends wanting to do something and they say that they want to be great at something, be honest to them. If you see that they're doing something and you have a way of making it better, give them some options. Don't be a dick about it, but give them some yeah. options. Say, hey, there's this resource over here or this app for that. Greg is always trying to put me on to a different app that might make something I do on an everyday basis better, which I appreciate. Um, and it takes nothing. He's not He's not charging me for that. He's not saying, okay, you told me to do this, so I'm doing this. He's just doing it. And, and being a genuine person does not cost you anything. Everything is not tit for tat. Everything is not, oh, you know, no, I didn't help them because what, what was I getting out of it? If I ever have a friend who only does for me because they get something out of it, please exit the fuck left. Because nobody needs that shit. Nobody needs Agreed. that shit. You can always repost. The reason I got off of Facebook because it was doing nothing for me. I don't need nobody looking in on the little window of my life to see what's going on with me. And I don't talk to you. I don't see you. My kids don't know you. So why are you on my page? Why do you need access? Mm-hmm. To me? Why do I need to know what's going on with you? Delete it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's that you're welcome back. There's nothing. If you see your friend post a nice picture, say something under that picture. Stop looking for the problem in the picture to say something about. Exactly. And, if you that see right them, there. and it's a problem. DM them, text them, and tell mm-hmm. them, hey, I see this in your picture. Hey, I edited your picture. Post this one. Take that one down. Mm-hmm. I'm t- be like, be the positive energy that you want, bro. Like, I- I'm telling you, I'm not like, you know, I'm not a witch, nothing like that. I'm just saying, like, you know, I- I'm I'm kind of tired of fucking positive, like negative energy and shit. So I- I'm gonna I- before we get into the next ones, I want to read a script. Um, one of my friends sent me this, and it's from Reddit. I'll put it in the show notes and stuff like that, and I'll send it to you too, Shane. So the script is basically what he tells himself periodically throughout the day from the moment that he wakes up until like anything that happens throughout the course of the day. So the moment he wakes up, he says, I'm awake, refreshed and excited to start a new day. That's how he starts every day before he picks up his phone, before he goes and checks his alarm clock, anything he does, like, you know, even before he meditates. That's what he says, because we don't even acknowledge the fact that like we actually woke up this morning. So that for me, I was like, yo, like. I've never said to myself, I'm awake. That sounds kind of corny, but I thought about it. I was like, yo, like, appreciate that shit. Like, those positive affirmations you're giving to yourself actually will carry out the day with you, and they just get better as they go along. So here's some other ones he said. He's like, 
I'm not a victim unless I make myself a victim. I choose everything that is in my life and that happens to me. I am trustworthy. I can be counted on. I am challenged and rewarded by the challenges I take on. I find satisfaction in preserving when others give up. I have no need to make excuses and no one needs to carry responsibility for me. Um, I'm sure that hit home with a, a few people, including myself. Um, <laughs> you know, because honestly, like, you know, sometimes, you know, like my wife, like she takes care of the baby for the most part during the day while I'm at work. I'm, you know, I share my gratitude with her as much as possible, but you know, this is a responsibility I have to carry as well. So I'm doing better at doing that instead of making those excuses. Um, but, you know, next on the script says, I am competent and confident. People know that they can rely on me to get work done. I accomplish a great deal each day. A lot of us need to repeat that shit to ourselves because I know sometimes I'd be like, yo, like, what the fuck? Like, what did I accomplish at 5.30? Nothing. Oh, okay. Yeah, just how I feel sometimes. Um, next on the list was, I am constantly learning and thrive on input. I chose a job where I can constantly improve myself. I do not want to be bored or for things to be easy. I want to work to make me a better person. I've never told myself that. I complain more about my job than anybody that actually works there. But when I read that shit, I was like, yo, like, I actually am really fucking good at my job, though. I've just complained because I don't want to work. Like, yeah, if I hit the Powerball, I'm not working for the rest of my life. I know that. But while I'm here, I might as well do it because I'm the best at it. That's why I'm here. So, you know, hopefully other people will think the same way. It's like, yo, like, I'm constantly learning on my job. And if I'm not learning, I'm learning ways to improve it so I don't have to do it for as long. Like, the pandemic, like, I know a lot of people who were like, you know, Greg, man, I'm working this nine to five. But, you know, during the pandemic, I've made it so that I can cut that into two and a half, three hours. A lot of my friends that have these nine to five jobs and they work every day, Monday through Friday, do you know they're actually done with their jobs by like 11, 12 o'clock and the rest of the day is theirs? Yeah. Because they they figured out ways to improve not only themselves, but the work that they do. So that was an important one from the script. Next, it says, people value my presence and I make the company a better place to work. People feel comfortable talking to me and confided in me. I am patient and empathetic to people, even if we don't share the same views on everything. That's what Clubhouse, uh, not Clubhouse, that's where Stereo and Clubhouse come in. A lot of people take the shit that they see on their phone in a negative manner when all they have to do is honestly just close the fucking app. Yeah. Yeah. How are you supposed to be part You back? Oh, I, I didn't hear his last voicemail. No, I, I cut it because it was making noise. Your thing went oh. out. Oh, of course. Of course it did. Um, I, I'll, I'll be brief with the last three. So the last one says, I'm calm and patient. I take deep breaths, stretch, and relax my, uh, relax my muscles. So does that. I'm so happy. I can't hear you. See, my heart. Oh boy. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. So it says, I'm so happy to be who I am right now. I enjoy my work, friends, spouse, city, home. I'm surrounded by positive things. And last but not least, I smile a lot. I'm happy on the inside and the outside. So those are things from his script. I was like, oh, a lot of that shit I've never said to myself. But I was like, you know, I'm going to try it. You know, I'll probably have to remix it a little bit because a lot of that shit was kind of corny to me. But, you know, 
these are things that I didn't think that I would actually say to myself to actually make me feel a little bit more positive. So I tried it today and I was like, you know what? I feel a little bit better knowing that I can go and just say, you know what? These are my positive ways of, you know, talking to myself about being a little bit more positive. And it's worked today until that fucking clubhouse, Shan. But, you know, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it is okay. Uh, Shan, did you have any other, you know, some more from your list? Um, what else can I say that I said? If, if, if you're following somebody and they're following you and you guys have never spoken, do me a favor do yourself do a yourself. favor and follow. Because mm-hmm. you're wasting space. You're wasting time. I don't like when people just come on my page and like a whole bunch of recent page pictures and then hit a, you know, follow me. I'm not following mm-hmm. you just because you like 10 of my pictures. That means mm-hmm. have we talked about something? Do we have similar interests? Do I even know you? And I always go through the people that are on my page, if we've never had a conversation and you just sit there and you don't interact, you don't engage, unfollow, block, like, what are you here for? Are you a spy? Do you work for the feds? They have to. They fucking have to. Like, it's nothing to support people that you know are grinding for themselves. People love to not support somebody and then when they see that they're getting somewhere in what they're doing oh i know that person oh i went to school with that person oh that person is my cousin or oh, don't claim me if you're not helping me if you don't want me to know talk to me go ahead and free yourself <laughs> fantasia knew what she was talking about she knew what the fuck she was talking about shout out, shout, to, shout out to fantasia man uh, <laughs> yeah, that that's that's it like i don't like that fake that fake phony support i don't like that oh you know i hearted the comment or i saw the comment and i didn't say shit but oh it looks like you got everything handled because you're always posting and shit posting and looking at people's posts is not checking in on people if you really go and check somebody reach out and check in on them call them when it's not their birthday call them when it's not a holiday check in on them like really ask them something that's about them and not about a situation just because you want to be nosy. Mm-hmm. See, see, you're talking, Shan. I, I hear you. See, this this is why we are friends. Um, we, we have voicemails. I'm going to give you all two more, and then, you know, we can go from there. So my next one on my list um, was stand in front of the mirror and just love on yourself. Um, fill yourself over and look at that shit with other people's eyes. Like, when I say other people's eyes, like others' eyes. Um, accept your own body. A lot of people don't do this shit. Like me, I started the show with, you know, the dad bod God. I was like, yo, like I'm fucking 34 years old. Like I'm not out here trying to be Usher. I'm not trying to be, you know, just, you know, six pack, even though 2021 is going to be a shirt off summer, but you're going to get what I give you come June. That, that's what you're going to get. Like if there's a little bit of flab, there's going to be a little bit of flab. There. If there's a six pack, there's going to be a six pack, but you have to accept that shit. And love it first. A lot of people just don't love themselves. That's why you have a whole bunch of people with like these fake ass build bodies. And you got these dudes out here like like Tory with the fucking uh, the beignet like haircut and shit like that. It's like, oh, like, just be who the fuck you are. But you got to accept you first. A lot of people right now, if they just accepted who the fuck they were, a lot of other people, even if they didn't accept you and they just don't fuck with you, they would leave you alone. You'd be much better off. Even if you only got one friend, that one motherfucker love you. If they don't love you, Tupac do. And he did. So either way, somebody loved you. 
but a lot of people, bro, like, it just hurts my heart because I'll see it so much on here. That's why you have trolls. The word troll, I don't even know if it's an acronym for anything or if people just literally just, like, dickheads. So, for me, my way of, like, getting rid of, like, the negative energy on here is just to simply block the shit out of people. Like, oh, you had your little fun for your two seconds, boom, you're blocked, that's it. Haha, joke's over. But, you know, when it comes to, you know, what I'm saying about, like, standing in front of the mirror, yo, like, a lot of people just have to learn to start accepting themselves. And you are beautiful in your own way. Somebody's gonna love you, and if they don't, you should. But a lot of people just go with this, like, notion of, like, if I'm not accepted by the person that I want, then I, I, I can't feel better about myself. That's not how that shit should work. Because what happens if that person falls off the planet, or, you know, off of the end of the earth? Or if that person says, you know what, I appreciate the fact that you like me and you think I'm attractive, but I'm not really into you like that. That will fuck up somebody's entire mood. Right. But the thing is, if you have enough confidence in yourself, like every morning you get up in the mirror, like, yo, I know I'm the shit. Like, boom. Like, this is it. The fucking Gorilla Glue Girl. Like, I'm sure she felt like she was the shit when she made her head into a bowling ball. And, you know, then when she realized, you know, yeah, I'm like, but, you know, this is not the show for that. I ain't gonna do that. I ain't gonna do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> I was being negative. This is a positive show, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but basically stand in front of the mirror and just love on yourself. Uh, number three, before we get into the voicemails, though, is positive affirmations. Yes, they are great, but you have to think bigger. Um, you have to just make sure that, like, everything you do is positive, not just some shit, you know, some shit that you're saying to yourself. You need to go out and be positive in the world. That means not going and like, you know, being a troll on fucking stereo. That means not being, you know, an asshole to the lady at the grocery store that's bagging your shit up um, or treating them less than, you know, they are. Um, just, you know what it is. It's more so it's like, yo, just be more positive. And I want people to do that, but it starts with you. So hopefully other people in these voicemails, they feel the same. If you don't, you just get blocked. It's okay. No big deal. We love you positively, though. You want me to play him? Yeah, go for it. It definitely starts with us. Because you can't fill somebody else's cup if your cup is not full. You can't pour more into somebody else's cup if you have nothing in your cup. You know, if your cup is empty. So you have to fill your cup first before trying to fill somebody else's. That's one thing, you know. As far as being self-positive, uh, being positive, self, positive self-talk... We speak to ourselves more than we speak to anybody in the world. Mm -hmm. And the things that we tell ourselves truly does impact us. Even if we don't think it does, it really does. It, it does affect our subconscious, which reflects upon our conscience and the things that we do, our actions, our, our choices, the things that we uh, commit to and all types of stuff. We have to change our habits. We have to change our mindset. We have to change the way we think, the way we do things. Uh, because we have a, a way of doing things for the, our whole life. Now we have to change it to be better. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. Hello there. It's nice to meet you. Hello. What the uh, cadence? Yeah, and I'll ask you, how do you eat? Social media was just so much more simpler before it started getting to the points of monetizing and money being involved yep. in it. I'm like to where I don't even get a chance to reply mm -hmm. to certain things now because I barely make it down my timeline. Like, um, all, everything is, um, I don't even get to just, like, uh, just uh, browse through it anymore. You know what I mean? Yep. I'm just, it's always just 
uh, uh, replying, this, that, and the third. I don't even just mm-hmm. get to go through and just find funny stuff no more. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, here's the thing. I, I called myself today, Shan, and yes, actually, yesterday, too, all weekend. I was like, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm going to follow more positive people on Twitter. Do you know what those positive people ended up being? What? Cute photos of dogs and cats, animal <laughs> photos, astrology, and sports. That is fucking sad. That That is sad. I, I literally, when I would open my Twitter app, like he was saying, I would open Twitter, and it was just like an endless, like, scroll of just bullshit it would be and my algorithm for some unknown reason it just don't know where the fuck i'm at at any given moment so i'm in the mall and i'm going to get some like some i I forgot what i was doing in the mall so either way i'm just walking down the mall scrolling through twitter who do i see i go from looking at inspirational quotes to a pair of titties i was like yo i know i was a hoe once upon a time but like come on the algorithms are just all fucked up and i'm sure that they listen to you to the point where if you say something into your phone next thing you know it's on your feed so I've been trying to find a more positive way of looking at social media, but that shit is just so fucking negative. That's why I, I thought like, you know, stereo was going to be the the positive outlook because you and I, we talk, but then obviously you have the trolls. But for the most part, this is probably the safe space when it comes to positivity. Clubhouse, you and I can both agree. They're, they do have good like rooms and days where things are like, you know what? I learned a lot. But then today, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, what? Like, I, I actually asked myself, Shane, I was like, yo, like, am I being negative about this or are they just fucking lying? But when she told Homegirl, she was like, oh, no, uh, yeah, your name is cute, but why would you name your podcast after you? Like, what? Like, next voicemail, though. I'm, I'm, and those are the people that feel like they have something to contribute because they have money or status. <laughs> yeah. Yo, here's the thing. I get it. Money is everything. Because somebody be like, well, money isn't everything. Yes, the fuck it is. Money is definitely everything. Because trust me, if it wasn't, we wouldn't have social media. A lot of the shit that we do on social media is probably for some money. Shit, the only reason a lot of the fucking YouTubers are on stereo right now is because of fucking money. That is it. A lot of us are only on stereo for money. Me, I was only on stereo for money. But when they stopped paying, I was like, you know what? I'll just use it for what it's worth, which is to talk to my friend Chan. I get to talk to her twice a week, even though we talk on, you know, the regular anyway. Q, I get to talk to him and actually have some extra commentary. People can live fact check us. So I love stereo for that. But Clubhouse, oh my goodness, that shit is becoming a cesspool. Mm-mm-mm. Not a cesspool. That shit is, honestly, like I open the app sometimes and I just scroll. I got to the point where like I got drunk on Saturday. I know I did. I got so drunk that I scrolled to the end of Clubhouse. I was looking at shit that wasn't even happening until like four o'clock the next day. That's how I knew. I was like, oh, yeah. So none of this shit was entertaining. None of this shit is good. So, yeah. That, that's just me, though. I, um... I purposely love rolling the topics of Clubhouse to see what... where people's brains are at. So you can tell me when you look on Clubhouse and you see the topics that film creators aren't looking at the top, that film creators aren't looking at the top. And this is why... Our shows ain't shit. This is why our film ain't shit. This is why mm-hmm. media ain't shit because what we want to talk about is so simple minded that why would they feed us anything different? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you know, what you just said about like film and stuff like that. Like, me, I told somebody on Twitter and I had to delete the tweet because they got really offended. I was like, yo, I loved coming to America so much that I refused to see the sequel. 
I was like, some things just don't need fucking sequels. And I was like, and I'm going to be really disappointed in myself if I go and do like everybody else does, which is go and see it the day that it comes out and it's bad. And then I'm sitting there like, yo, it, it actually ruined the movie for me. Like, it ruined the original. Some shit actually does that to you. Have you ever gone, like, and saw a movie, and you're like, you know what? That movie was so good, and then you find out that they're either rebooting it or they're making a sequel. It's like, that didn't... The movie actually ended pretty fucking good. You don't have to add that. Like, I felt like the Scream movie. The Scream movie only needed one. It did not need four. At that point, I was like, okay, you realize, like, you're running out of family members for her to try to kill her. Like, at this point, she... Just might as well go up for adoption at that point. Some shit just does not need to be rebooted. Some things just don't need to honestly be done. I'm still trying to figure out why Lil Uzi has the vision shit on his head. But you know what? If that's his jam, cool. Go for it. But some people like to just do random ass shit. So, you know, when it comes to social media and, you know, I guess these fads that they're doing, these trends and stuff that they're doing, I'm like, yo, y'all are affecting yourselves doing this shit. Um, what was that? Cha- there was a challenge where people were, like setting themselves on fire and drinking bleach and shit. I was like, have we gotten to the point where it's like yo, we've run out of shit to talk about and do to the point where y'all are damn near trying to kill yourselves? Yes. <laughs> yo, yo, people were eating fucking Tide Pods. I was like, wait, what? Homegirl, homegirl legitimately said that she glued her hair with Gorilla Glue. And there's and a his did it today. On video. Yeah, the dude with the fucking purple hair. Here's my thing. The the dude with the purple hair, I'm sitting there and I was like, okay, you already know what just happened. But the thing is, certain people, when they see something that somebody else does, they try to escalate that shit and try to do it better. That's why these challenges go left so fast. So homeboy, he did the glue to his hair and shit like that. Now, if something happens to him, he's not going to get the same treatment that that girl, you know, Gorilla Goo girl did. He's not, they're not going to be like, wait a minute, like, we'll go and give you that treatment, you'll get attention. He's like, no, uh, that actually, that was only trending for a little bit. And with social media, when they say you have 15 minutes of fame, it is truly just that. You have 15 fucking minutes, which is the equivalent of a week. But some people try to extend that shit. That's why I'm hoping that, you know, now that the gorilla girl, she's gotten her happy ending, she just goes and just like fades into the background. I hope she doesn't go and end up giving out awards at the BET Awards and shit like that. I hope she doesn't go and she's in like commercials talking about, hey, everybody go by, you know, dark and lovely because I'm like, for what? Like you fucked up. Now, if she goes and gets the bag from Gorilla Glue, then hey, be my guest. But some people just do shit. It's not even for clout anymore. It's just like, yo, you're just doing this shit because it's funny. And you'll be talked about for a day. That shit is not cool to me. So, you know, tying it all in, like, I want people to actually just sit with themselves for a minute and just think things through. Why would you put glue in your fucking head? Why would you? Gorilla glue. Or, you know, homeboy that, it was somebody on Twitter who ended up setting themselves on fire and shit. Why? Like, certain shit. Just stop. Stop this shit. It, it's, just, it's so stupid. Next voicemail, though, because I don't want to talk too long because I, I still got my list. <laughs> my friends, my friends, how's everything going on? What's How up? this thing work, Belize? Can somebody tell me? You're doing great. I'm great. You're, you're doing amazing, friend. I'll tell you what, though. If you knew God, the true living God, you would love me. And if you... uh. You know, and I would love you too because we would be on the same mind, same thinking, same speech, same on everything. You know, like like real family. But I don't think you know my God, so I'm I'm assuming that you're gonna want to. You know, once you do meet me, you're gonna want to hate me, 
uh, kill me and murder me. Oh boy, um, you that that is what you call escalating quickly. Um, <laughs> what? Why? Like, have to go know, as, at some point, we have to start answering these voicemails and just like either like laughing at them or condemning them because that was the dumbest fucking voicemail I've ever heard in my life. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sure he's a nice guy in real life, but this ain't real life. <laughs> this is social media. What the fuck were you talking about? Right. Really? Like, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 again. Until you talk the, about killing killing and hating him. Yo, like, you, you're on, you're in a room where we're trying to be positive. We're even talking about the importance of being positive. But and notice where it says self-talk. He needs to go and have a self-talk with himself. <laughs> he, he really needs, yo, this man said, everything about God, and then you say, killing, you know, killing, like, what? Mm. Next voicemail, Jesus Christ. Mm -mm -mm. Listen, I'm always claiming you. Mm. Okay. I, I think guess. he just said he's all, did he say he's always clammy? <laughs> okay, dude. I thought he said he's always claiming you. Oh, I thought you said he was always clammy. All right, well, hey, if well, if you if you don't get what it, is just because clam, somebody ain't talking that means that it's uh, fake support. I don't understand that one. Like, does a person have to talk uh, uh, in order for it to be uh, real support? What if they just like listening and 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 internalizing things? Yeah, that's the thing. That's the oh, go ahead, Shay. And internalize what you're listening to and what you're seeing and never say anything mm -hmm. use my social media don't use my websites don't use my page as a a prop there are exactly. other ways for that you can go read a book you can go look at a magazine but my thing is like I like followers and I like to follow people I like to interact with I like to talk mm -hmm. to learn stuff from i like to engage with so if that's something that you don't do why are you following pretty much it's pretty kind much. of a room with a whole bunch of people and you felt like the person across from you was interesting you would never say shit to them you mm -hmm. would let them know, but you yeah. find it very interesting that's creepy as fuck no like yeah, have you have you ever been in at like a house party and there's just that one person that hasn't talked to anybody? They just sitting there just like observing shit. Like yo, why are you here? Like you are being a fucking creep. Like you need to. And I get it. Some people are introverts. I'm all for you being an introvert. I'm an introvert as soon as I close this app. I swear to God, I am. But what I don't do is go into spaces where people are actually having conversations and doing things and then contribute zero to nothing. Like that. That's what you don't do. Like, on social media, yes. If you're a follower, engage with me. Like, I'm not saying go to every fucking post or something like that, but every once in a while, it'd be nice to, like, hit the like or, you know, subscribe to the podcast or something like that that is positive. Um, but there are some people who honestly are just a part of your following, so to speak, just to be there. They're just, like, fluff. And that, I'm not trying to be disrespectful by saying it, but it's like you want to have a community at the end of the day, if you want to call it that. So it's just nice to every once in a while, hey, how are you doing? Like, even if you don't know that person, that person could actually help you with something. I know for a fact we've done multiple shows about podcasting and people have contacted us and we're like really grateful at the fact that people are reaching out to us saying, hey, can you do a show? Hey, can you tell us about podcasting? Because we want to give people that option that, you know, the door is always open. But if people aren't 
like saying anything at all. How the fuck can you help them? How will you know anything about them? You're just here. And let me say this. It is cool. It is very, it was very fucking cool to not be on social media. Particularly, I would love a man that was anti-social media. Like, call you, I'll text you, I'll see you. That is mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? That's very refreshing these days. So I'm not saying everybody needs social media in order to get to know people. But mm-hmm. for a person that does not like parties, I don't go to clubs. I um, I don't date. Mm-hmm. I like the people that are already my people and the people I yep. interact with, people I do work with. That is it. I um, If you come on my page and you don't say shit, I will never know. Yeah, one one of my boys told me some funny shit. So he's like, "Yo, Greg," he was like, "Yo, you too mixy." I was like, "What the fuck is mixy?" He was like, "Well, you can hang out with different crowds." I was like, "Ain't that the fucking point?" I was like, "You just want me to hang out with y'all all all the time?" Like, fuck that. Like, no, I want to get to know some new people. Imagine like right now, if you just if you just did the same things every single time you hung out with your friends, and it's just that one or two friends that you have, and you just completely like abandon the rest of the fucking world. If something would have ever happened to them, you don't know shit. You don't know anybody. You haven't like opened yourself to be receptive to anything. And you and I as podcasters, we know we have to be receptive. Like we don't have the option of being like, you know what? I'm gonna just do my podcast and not interact with anybody. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's not how that works. Even when I say interacting, meaning you went and listened to somebody else's show. You went and followed somebody else. The reason why we do that is because, you know, we're all one about connecting. And two, it's just nice to engage with people who are like-minded. Nobody's saying you have to learn somebody who's completely different from you. That's how you end up having, like, fucking Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless, where they can't stand each other, but, hey, like, we're around each other because it's controversial. Like, no. Like, you want to be around people who make you a better person. But, again, you know, tying it in, it starts with you. If you are a positive person, you will give off positive vibes. But when you are a piece of shit, then ain't nothing about that positive. So If you don't know nothing new, you don't grow. And I'm not, I'm not for stagnant relationships and no ship, not no friendship, not no business ship, not no romantic ship. Like if you're settled in you knowing two people and you only getting to know two people and everybody else can fuck it, then whatever this is between you and I is going to be stagnant as fuck. I'm going to get bored. I'm a motherfucking Gemini. I hate mundaneness. I hate routine. And if you can't switch it up, I'm a dip. Man, man, I, 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 I've been, here's the thing, like, I've been around so many people in my life, like, I look back now, and I'm like, yo, I, I've either dated, been around, or, like, been cool with some fucking dummies. Um, one girl, I took her on a date, and she absolutely refused, we, you know, we went to a steakhouse, and she was like, yo, she can only eat well-done steak, and I was like, why? And she was like, because it tastes like it comes straight off the grill. I was like, that's absolutely not how steakhouses work. They don't go into the back of the fucking restaurant and throw that shit on uh, Weber and decide, you know what, we're just going to bring it back to you charred, right? So the guy that was like, I guess, what do you call the, I don't want to like be disrespectful and call them like waiters because I don't think they're called waiters anymore. But he's explaining to her the difference, right, of steaks because she was like, how do you guys cook your steaks? But usually all those restaurants, like those really, really fancy ones, they just do it regularly at medium. So her steak comes out medium and it's not like, overly pink but it's still some pink in it and she was like well 
this is still moving. I was like, oh my God, like, don't do this. I, I know where you're going, but just don't do this. So she was like, well, can you cook it a little bit more? She was like, I need it to be charred and well done. He was like, well, ma'am, like, you know, we only cook the steaks medium because we want you to cook it this, you know, you have to eat it this way. This is what the chef wants. And she was like, well, can I speak to the chef? I was like, no, absolutely don't do this. Like the last thing you do at like certain places is call the chef out. Cause if the chef has to come and explain why he made your shit that way, then it's going to be mad. You know, he's going to be really mad. So she's explaining to the, you know, chef, oh, well, my steak is well done, you know, anywhere else I go. So I don't understand why this has to be medium. And he's like, ma'am, I understand that. I can make it, you know, medium for you. And she calls a fucking scene. Ever since then, I was like, yo, like certain people you can't be around because they're there to make scenes. And she knew that, you know, she was doing it because the more attention that she got to our table, the more like what do you call it? like she kind of got like amplified as if like somebody was putting a battery in her back i told her i was like yo like you don't have to be this way like you can actually be a little bit more positive and receptive to it she was like well no like this is i was like you know what fuck it like at that point you know i told myself i was like that shit i can't do so flash forward to 2021 i'm still trying to be a more positive person and i'm trying to eliminate shit like that people who aren't receptive to new information and they only are stuck in the shit that they know I don't want to be around them people no more. I want to be around people who are like, you know what? You know, water me. I need to grow. That's what I want. 2021, I hope everybody else is in this live right now on Stereo thinks the same way. You want people who are going to help you evolve. Rain on me. Okay. So you're looking for some support. Um, I got one of those. Uh, basically, my helper uh, happens to be with the Lord. Sir, stop. Um, <laughs> she gets it. Hey, up, Greg. Yo, it's Cole up? Kim shouting you guys out. I'm coming through, spreading some love. Hadn't talked to either one of you in a minute. I uh, miss you guys. I'm late in the chat, so I'm just trying to get caught up on what we're talking about. But um, you guys stay dope. Yes, Thank indeed. You. Thank you, Kim. Thank you. Stay tuned. We, we're just talking and shooting the shit. Um, basically, Talking about the importance of positive self-talk. Basically, that means what can you do to be more positive for you? If you're more positive, then a lot of things in your life might go positively, if you want to call it that. Facts. And uh, this, again, this is Live Mile Stereo. My name is Shan from She Gets a Podcast. That is Greg from Young Black and Bothered. If you are enjoying the show, please clap it up. Share it. And uh, we appreciate you guys. We are here every Wednesday night. And Saturday. Yes, indeed. See, what a lot of people don't realize is they end up self-sabotaging themselves by um, they might want to do something all the time and do something positive and stuff. But they'll end up going out somewhere and say and then they'll see someone say it's like, oh, man, I can't do that. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't realize it. They're actually telling themselves right then and there that they can't do that, you know. I mean, they might, they might decide, you know, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get in shape, you know, start Mm -hmm. working out and everything. And then all of a sudden they see someone and says like, oh, I I won't be able to look like that. You know, I won't be able to do this or do that. They're telling themselves right off the bat, they can't do that. Mm -hmm. And they Mm -hmm. and they're not aware of it. Yeah. But it's like, like, how do you like, I don't want to say convince yourself or you know that person like oh, like you don't have to be that like a lot of people see themselves like you said like 
with other, you know what other people are like. Oh, I have to have a big butt. Oh, I have to have a six pack. Oh, I have to have the newest Jordans. You know that's surface level shit. It's like okay, you could do that, but you might not look as good as that person. You might not be that person. You might not talk like that person. So why even try to be like them? Be you. But a lot of people just can't really accept themselves. But I guess my question to you guys is, how can you accept yourself? Like, how, how do you go and, like, sit with yourself for a moment and say, you know what, like, what what's good about me? Like, what makes me different from everybody else? Like, I've had to do it, and I'm still, you know, I'm still asking myself those questions and, you know, trying to be receptive to the answers that I'm given. But a lot of people, I don't think they've done that shit. I don't think people have done, like, a deep dive into themselves because they're so consumed in other people. That's why you have the shade room, for example. But that's that's it for me. I, I don't know if we, you got more voicemails because oh shit, we Jesus Christ! Oh, yeah. I didn't realize we had that many voicemails. Holy hell! Hey, it's cool, Kim. I'm agreeing with you. Going back to what you were saying, Greg, about social media being negative, I purposely uh, do what I call protecting my energy, and I only will try to feed my mind with positive things. And you're right. Social media, these algorithms, how they have it set up, a lot of times um, you'll end up in a positive headspace, but then there's some negative stuff that comes on and it throws you way off. So we really have to be cognizant of what and who and whom we let into our environment and our space so we can be positive. Shout out to the protectyourenergy.com protectyo.com yeah. okay that is a real thing mm. keep your circle small mm. your skin will be so flawless mm. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that yeah I would imagine that uh, if you if you try to extend it on some bullshit that you can end up ruining it but like per se if you just stuck around you know what I mean and you really had great content and you you feel what I'm saying? Like, was putting something into it. You know what I mean? I believe that uh, 15 uh, minutes last longer or sometimes things come back around and uh, truly uh, 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 can a uh, person can be uh, can be given another 15. Yep. I agree with that. I, I don't see why you can, you can well, you, why you can't rather give people extra time. But the thing is, like, how much time do you want to give people, though? Because if they're just negative, like, how much more time do you want to give them? Like, I know for a fact, like, Shannon and I, we have this, I feel like you and I have this, like, understanding where it's like, if there's negativity somewhere, like, we just rather not be around that shit. That's why we don't do, like, podcast beefs and we, like, that shit. No, I, I'll remove myself from the entire scenario if I got to deal with that. I, I'm just not the one. I have never had a podcast beef in my life because as long as you're not stopping my download and my recordings and people getting my shit there's nothing you can do to irritate me see you're better than me i'm petty so my thing is if there was a podcast beef i'm just going to invite you on the show air that shit out right here the same way you do your shows like <laughs> bring it here bring it on the mic bring that shit here no, boy <laughs> no, exactly no and that's the thing like we, we have that space to do that shit like it reminded me of like when when tax stone when he had uh joe button on his show right and there was just like a whole bunch of conflicted energy there. And it's like, that was needed. I though. That. So he was like, I'm not answering no more questions. <laughs> yeah. But that, like, 
shit like that. That energy, I, I like that. Like I, I'm with that type of shit. Like I, I'm I'm not uh, a killer or no fighter or shit like that. But I, I need that shit to be addressed right then. I don't do that. You know, we're gonna subtweet each other. We're going to you know just have this negative energy and we you know every time I come around or if you know if we have like you know friends in common, you talking shit to that friend and that oh bring that right here. Like because at that point, if I can make money with you. Yeah, we might be enemies, and you know, you might not fuck with me. Cool, but we gonna make this money at the end of the day. Somebody can listen to him like, "Hey, yo, these motherfuckers are beefing on this mic." Yes, we are. But you know what? You got listens, I got listens. And at that point, either you gonna respect me for the fact that I'm still hustling off of you, or you just ain't gonna fuck with me. But the thing is, I need that shit to be on wax. I need that there. So me as a podcaster, that's what I told myself that if I ever had podcast beef, I'm gonna invite you on the show. Ain't none of them tweets. Ain't none of that. I'm like, no, come on the show one week. And then if you, you, I'm all types of bitches and hope. Yes, please br- bring all that. All, bring it here, baby. Yes, right, right here on the mic. I need you to say that because the reason why I want you to have that energy is because nobody ever has that fucking energy. Nobody does. Any, any fucking beef that I've ever seen when it comes to that, like, and everybody's like, well, fuck you, you whole ass nigga, blah, 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 blah. It's like, all right, well, call me on the phone. No, I'd rather tweet. What the fuck for then? Shut up. Mm. Shut up. Think all, all the fucking beats that I've ever seen, like musically and, you know, just celebrities and stuff like that. The shit that just happened with Meek Mill and uh, what's the name? Takashi. Like, you realize y'all could call each other. Y'all doing this shit with y'all phones out because that shit is cool, y'all. Y'all like going on social media and talking about the beat so other people can have their input on it. No, dummy. Y'all go have a phone conversation or talk about it like men. Maybe I was raised a little bit differently. I was raised where beef will get you fucking killed. Going and being negative around people who are trying to be positive will get you fucking killed. I, I'm, I'm not of that magnitude where people are just naturally just being fucking negative. Um, I wasn't raised that way, and I'm hoping other people weren't raised that way. Like, our moms did not raise us that way. Our fathers did not raise us that way, which is crazy because when we get on social media, sometimes I literally look at people's tweets and the way that they talk to other people. I'm like, Thank God for the internet and, the, the, you know, that they don't put your address out when you tweet because, boy, you wouldn't last long. You wouldn't go far. <laughs> you wouldn't go far. Like, a, a like man, can you guys follow me? Cause... Go to bed. Oh, yeah. Like, but I just really imagine, like, if everything you tweeted had a fucking, like, a location to it. I mean, that, it... it... It does. The higher power, so you turn off that motherfucking location, they still know where the fuck you are. But mm-hmm. if, if you, the only way that people knew what the fuck you were on and what you wanted to say, you had to go outside and say that shit. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a funny story that happened in Twitter. 2010. Um, you can actually still search these tweets. And it was on like YouTube and everything. So there was, a, there was a dude that was just like really being a gangster on, you know, Twitter and shit like that. He was going and trolling everybody, blah, 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 blah. And he trolled this guy, and, you know, the guy was actually, like, a, a, a gangster gangster. Like, he was out here, like, thugging and all this shit, right? So the dude, the guy who was actually thugging, told the troll, he was like, yo, where are you at? He was like, you keep talking the shit on social media. Like, where are you at? So naturally, this dummy says, well, I'm, I'm in your town right now. I'm here, blah, 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 blah. This dude, do you know the thug went to, he went and found out where this kid was, where he was staying, went up to, went up to the kid and prayed for him. He was like, yo, like, if it was that easy to find you. I want everybody. Just, it, 
Yeah, he he was he was like, yo, like if it was that easy to find you and figure out who you were, he was like, I think y'all think like like you can't be touched because of social media. He was like, no, I'm going to pray for you because if this is the energy that you have, like you know, you're not going to live long. He was like, I've done this shit my entire fucking life. He was like, I've gone and given negative energy. He's like, I'm trying to give this back to you. So he sat and prayed with this kid. He prayed with. I was like, yo, like. I've never seen a like I'm I'm all for it, but I've never seen a gangster just sit there. It's like you know what he's giving good games to this kid because yo any fucking thing can happen right now. So that kid, you know, after they prayed, do you know what this guy really what the kid actually said after they prayed? You know, after do pray for him, he was like yo like I've been going through a lot with my family, and you know there's been a lot going on in my life. That's why I get on Twitter to you know vent and you know get out my thoughts. I'm like those aren't thoughts. That's bullying. That's trolling. Like sometimes, bro, you just might need a hug. You you just actually, you know, that's why, you know, this whole, you know, this positive self-talk, like a lot of people need to just be able to sit with themselves and say, yo, like, why am I this way? Why do I do the things I do? And if you can't sit with yourself, therapy. Get you, don't get your friends to be your therapist. Go actually get fucking therapy because your friends are going to tell you what you want to hear. Go hear that shit where they're telling you, no, you might actually be kind of fucked up. We have seen 17 fucking uh, Michael Myers movies and shit like that. they're telling you, yo, like at some point you can't go to family and friends. You might need therapy or a straight jacket. I- I'm telling you, like, yo, please, people, like, if I say anything on it that actually resonates with y'all, like, yo, like, therapy works. And yo, just honestly, like, sit with yourselves. Right now, we're in the middle of a fucking pandemic. How many people, Shanda, you know, that have gone and said, you know what? I can't stay in the fucking house. I like, Life goes on. I'm not going to let this pandemic like harm me and shit like that. They go out and they live their lives. They're going out. Yeah, they might be wearing masks, but when they take these photos, they got the fucking mask down and shit like that. The moment they or one of their closest friends and family catch COVID, they ch- they switch up. Oh my God, like this shit is as serious as I thought it was. Mother- they've been telling you for a year. <laughs> they've been telling you for a year. Yes, this COVID shit is serious. And people are fucking dying. But you kept thinking you were fucking exempt. And the moment you get it, people switch up. Why? Because people can't be alone by themselves. People can't be just, you know, alone. So sometimes, you know, we got to get back to, you know, the grassroots and have that moment with yourself and like, yo, like, is this okay? Like, what's wrong with me? But, you know, if you can't do that, all I'm going to say is therapy. Therapy, if you can't do that, if you think it's too expensive, go get you some fucking guided medication. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, meditation, headspace, calm. Right now, um, what is that Edible. one called? Uh, edibles. Edibles. Oh, edibles too. Yes. Like, I'm telling you, I be thinking of some wild shit off of it, Eddie. But all I'm like, yo, there's so many ways to just honestly just like have them self-talk, you know, those self-talks with yourself. And if you can't do it again, like I said, headspace, calm, meditation, therapy. I, I'm, I'm not one of the witches on here. I don't have all the answers, but what I do know is there's like the same way you open up fucking Twitter, you can literally go and search the app store for meditation or, you know, soothing calm sounds and shit like that. There's an app called Dark Noise. It's, I think it's like $4.99 in the app store. One-time purchase. That shit has sounds for everything. I actually fall asleep to that. Like they have washer, uh, what is it? Like the washing machine sound. They have wind chimes, rain. Or was easy and it kills two birds with one stone. You could clean your house. You could wash mm. your. Shit. You could change your pillowcase every day. Do you like, know how many people who have not? How, and, you know, I, and you feel clean. You're less stressed, and you feel better. And you go to sleep faster. Man, listen. 
See you talking. She gets it pod, y'all. I'm, I'm, that's all I'm going to say. I agree with that. That is some creepy shit. <laughs> I ain't talking about just staring at somebody, but, you know, sometimes it's just to wear it's red. Uh, some things don't, you know, it doesn't need a, a, a afterthought, you know? Mm-hmm. Afterthoughts sometimes fuck up shit. Yes. Yes. I ain't even got to ask. Sometimes the reason why they follow you is because there are a lot of people that are listening in from a distance. They're in the shadows, not necessarily to speak down to you, not necessarily uh, to troll you, but it's just something that they're receiving from you at that moment. Maybe they're not ready to speak to you yet, mm-hmm. but they're they're loving your message and they're loving the the positivity that you're portraying to the world. And they're receiving that message. And eventually, you know, God willing, if they muster up enough courage, they'll say hello to you or they're engaged with your content. But, you know, a lot of people, they, they're, just, they're just sitting on the fence listening to what you have to say. Then it's like the person in church is sitting all the way in the back. Then all of a sudden the pastor calls, them up, calls somebody up and the person stands up and walks to the front. They were sitting in the back the whole time listening to the message until one day they decided to talk. That's a great answer. I have nothing for it. I have no counter. That's absolute fact. I give people a month, all right? I love on IG, when you go to followers, it'll tell you, they'll have a list of people, the least people that you've interacted with. And I go in that list. And if it's not a, a artist, a painter, a footwear designer, because uh, I like footwear, or um, somebody that I find motivating, that's um, already established that can teach me some shit. I'm unfollowing and I'm disengaging because I don't want my followers to be like in the millions if I don't fuck with those millions of people or they don't mm-hmm. ever engage with me. Like I would rather have 7,000 followers or 1,000 followers that I actually engage with instead of having a million followers just because quote unquote I'm famous or I have a certain check. Yeah. But you know, some people actually get off on that the numbers game like that. Um where they're like, oh yeah, well you know what, I have a hundred thousand followers. I'm like, yeah, but only two thousand like your fucking photos. So the numbers don't even out. It's like, you no, know, people they'll just see you and I get like what he's saying where they're there to like you know, just be a witness and a fly on the wall. And I'm cool with that. I'm all with that. Because sometimes I'm that guy. I don't want to like the shit, but I'll just look at it and keep on scrolling. That's fine. But there are, like, you know, to counter his point, there are a lot of people who honestly are just preying on you. Yeah. And, you know, just there. I don't want to say, I won't call them fluff because that's disrespectful. But you never fucking know. It, it, it could be a positive or it could be a negative. But, again, it starts with you and how positive you are. There are some people that I know that will go and be like, yo, like they talk about their followers, but they don't know their followers. And I, I just don't, me personally, I don't want to be that type of person where we get so big where I don't actually know the community that I'm around. That's yeah. how fucking, that's how Selena got killed. Like, you know, her fucking best friend, she thought she knew her and she didn't. I don't ever want to be in that position where it's like, yo, like, yeah, I, I can have all these fucking followers with the people that, you know, I'm deeming important. They're not important. They're just around because of what I can give them or what they see from me. And the moment that I stop doing that shit, they stop fucking with me. That's why I don't want to say cancel culture and shit like that. But there are a lot of people who are people's faves for a moment. And they do one thing wrong 
or they say one thing wrong and all of a sudden it's like, yo, like we got to get the fuck away from them. Like when Chris Tucker said that he didn't want to do Friday anymore, nobody was fucking with Chris Tucker for a while. Um, there are some of your faves. They might not have people who don't fuck with them. They don't know why they don't fuck with them. They just know for a fact, hey, it's cool to not fuck with people right now. So me, I just rather keep my community personally like small and everybody else, I appreciate them being around. I appreciate them following and stuff like that. But, you know, I just, you know, they can stay where they are. I don't mind you being there. I just rather not try to engage with you. So anybody who's listening now, earlier in the show, we had mentioned with the woman that said in that clubhouse room about, you know, building your brand and all that other stuff and making sure that you market yourself. You don't have to market yourself. Just be good at what the fuck you do. And if you do, then people won't come around. Yeah. People gonna listen to your shit. So, you know, that's just my, you know, train of thought. I feel like if people fuck with you, they fuck with you. If they don't, they don't. And it's cool. Life goes on. Facts. I agree with that. I can get that. I can get that. I, I, I dig that. Uh, I do got a lot of people that just... They there, they they really waiting and hoping for me to fall. And so yep. they just sitting around waiting on a train wreck. So many people. I need them off so many people. So many people. Hey, it's cool, Kim. Forgive me if this is a repeat because um, I think my message got cut off. But going back to the importance of self-talk and what you were saying before about social media and how it influences us. What do you all think we can do um, to promote the positivity of the self-talk? Because I do, I do a talk on affirmations every week, and um, I'm very big on that. And I'm very big on protecting my energy. And um, I wanna, I'm curious as to how you all think we can promote the manifestation of that the positive self-talk without, um, I don't know, what's the word, without, without negating other people. But we have mm. to bring that to the forefront. And how can we do that? I got an answer. So um, what I personally do in my like, honest opinion is I use the social media platforms settings. So with Twitter, for example, if I see that people are just like being like, like outrageously like negative or it's just not something I want to see right now, I mute them. Um, Twitter does have that feature where you can mute people. I mute the shit out of people um, yeah. to the point where like sometimes my feet, I'm like, yo, like I didn't even realize I was still following that person. Why? Because they've been muted for a year. Now somebody would be like, well, why don't you unfollow them? I'm like, no, because my thing is like, they may, you know, say something that, you know, it might resonate in a year or, you know, if it gets retweeted, I'm like, oh, let me see what happened. They got retweeted. That was positive. Boom. I can go and look at it and hey, you know, I'm still following and that's cool. But for me, right now, the best thing that I have for Twitter is muted people. I think Instagram has that thing, but for me, I don't open Instagram nearly as much as I open up like Clubhouse and Twitter. Clubhouse is it's kind of similar where you what is it? You swipe left and you can actually mute rooms that you think are negative or that you don't want to deal with. So I I wanna say that is that the way it works, Shane? Like you can just swipe over and just like completely hide like rooms that you don't want to be a part of on the clubhouse yeah yeah but they'll pop up again it's not like you completely remove it all the time no oh. they need well, to have all a block group because i'm tired of these dumbass groups pop up yeah like you know and you know for her with like being positive like you know we talked about that a little bit earlier 
Like it, it's hard because those algorithms you can't beat them. Like for some, you cannot beat them. Um, I personally I use Tweetbot now, which is it's an app. It's like a third party app for Twitter, which has everything in a like a chronological order when it comes to your timeline instead of you know how Twitter works, where it's like it'll show you some shit that somebody tweeted seven hours ago, and then it'll show something that somebody said six minutes ago. Like with Tweetbot, it shows everything in a chronological order. So I can see things as they're actually happening when I want to see them. So I can scroll up to see the newest ones. Or I can keep scrolling from where I was in order to see how things went through the day. And I can also still mute tweets. I can mute people. I can hide certain tags. So I've had Trump muted for like three years. So yeah, anything I that... Muted him and I blocked him and I put him in my words to block off of my... Um... Exactly. <laughs> so honestly, I didn't... But like the election shit like that it was just like biden like even most of biden shit because it had like you know trump's name in it like i didn't see that shit um i followed the stuff that i wanted to follow but when i followed it i followed from actual news sources i didn't follow because you know you know 45 tweeted something or 46 tweeted something like nope i'll see it when i want to see it um i've also um it was last night so last night after i did a, i think i did a show either way I went to my notifications in my phone and I turned all lock screen notifications off except for text messages. So when I did that, the only reason I wanted to do it is because I wanted to eliminate any bad news the moment I opened my phone. Um, I, I think the last like thing I saw was the guy Rush Limbaugh. He um, like apparently he passed away. And I mean, I don't feel any type of way about it either way. Who is that but anyway? He... he <sighs> He was just a negative individual overall. Like, you know, oh. he might be somebody's favorite. He might be somebody's, like, worst enemy. I don't have any feelings, you know, towards him, but a lot of people feel negatively. There have been a lot of talks today on stereo about him. One dude said that he um he did something to the effect of he was wishing death on people who caught AIDS and shit. And I was like, oh, well, that's enough for me. <laughs> I, I could care less. So that, for me, um, that's where I'm going to leave that. But for social media with the note like not even just social media with my notifications rather i lock all of my lock screen notifications off except for text messages the reason why i do that is because i want to see the content and i have to go to it um that is probably the number one way to avoid a lot of negativity is to limit the things that you see the moment you open your phone um also when you're in the middle of an app turn off the banner notifications because if you get those banner notifications it could actually fuck up your mood I remember when Michael Jackson died and my iPhone alerted that in the middle of me reading something, like I was like reading like this like book or something in the Kindle app and boom, Michael Jackson died. I was like, really? Like, I, I didn't find out like a normal way. Like I found out because my phone pretty much said, hey, he died today or this person got canceled today or this person did something really fucked up today. I'm like, oh, like it, it's too much negative news all at once. Like I want to go see all the shit at one time. And doing that has actually helped. So I would advise anybody, check your notifications on your phone. Go and look to see what is alerting you with these banners on your lock screen and stuff like that. Because you'll be surprised at a lot of the bullshit that just pops up on your phone. It's negative because you allow it to be. It just shows up the moment you pick up your phone. Also, do not disturb. That sh I'm telling you, that do not disturb feature, I have it set where the only people that can contact me from 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock are my favorites. So, like, my wife, my mom, my grandmother, my sister, Shan, Q. Like, th there's only certain people that my phone will ring for if they call or if they leave a message or something like that. Like, only them, like, 
they can actually contact and I'll get a notification. That is a great way to filter out bullshit. So if you have a family member you don't fuck with, you got an ex that you don't want to deal with, hey, do not disturb. That shit is your best friend. Positive self-talk. Be safe, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe somebody that you know what I mean, you be safe. You know exactly what it's going to be. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that it's uh, good, bad, or whatever. It probably would be a pretty boring life. It would. It would. Yeah, I do like Skip and uh and Shannon though. I do too. Some here's the thing. Sometimes I love the the shit talking and like I don't want to say the negativity, but just like the back and forth. But at some point, that that shit just be going so left for me. I'm like, oh, like why? But we we're just in that era or like that that time period where negativity actually drives listens. It drives views. Like right now, if somebody did a stereo talk that popped up on your phone, and it's like, well. This person needs to die because you're like, you know what? Like, I don't even know what they're talking about, but let me go peek in for a second. Versus somebody like, you know, having a chat about like, hey, let's be positive. Like, because controversy, what do you, I'm sorry, controversy sells. So, I mean, there you go. I agree with that too. I, I, I like to grow. I like to grow. But for the most part, it's just too much information out there. It's just too much information out there. It's just, it's ruining a lot of shit. It's ruining my kids. It's ruining, you know, and then to where if I turn it off, I'm the enemy. Oh, yeah. a lot of information, but the key to everything in balance is some motherfucking self-control. If your child have a job, my thing is they shouldn't have a cell phone. All these Mm. parents, you know what? I let them have a cell phone because I can track them where they at. Where the fuck is your child at where you need to track them? Can you, can you say that again for the people in the back, please? Where the fuck please. is your child at where you need to track them by a cell phone? That all shit the, is so scary. All the time. Like, I don't want my child to be anywhere where I can only track them by a cell phone. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, and my mm. thing is, like, just because my child is seven and she has an iPad, she's not getting a TikTok. She's not having an mm. Instagram. She's not uh, posting no photos on nothing. She's not posting no photos on no Snapchat. She's uh, not going on Facebook. She's not going on YouTube posting anything. She's not having a YouTube Mm-mm. channel. Because I believe that children are supposed to have a child life. That's why it's yeah. that's why teens are preteens. That's why teens are teenagers because they're learning the its and bits of adulthood. When you mm-hmm. watch TV, you watch these kids' shows, they're not doing anything that kids do. They have cell phones, they're talking about who's such and such friend, who stole what. Who's going to the mall? You never see their parents taking them anywhere. They just happen to be at the mall because they wanted to go. That is not yep. how life works. You don't yep. move that, around as a child as an adult. And so... One, oh, go, go ahead. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, boy, because you, you talking. You talking. My, my job is to be a display, be an example of what adulting is and purposely tell like my kids, like, don't rush to be me because I do a lot of things that I don't want to do. And I have, have like 15% of my for the things I do want to do. You have all the space where you, you're not trying to pay things. You're not trying to make sure you're not late. You just need to get up. You need to eat my food. You need to sleep in my bed. You need to run my water. You get to plug in your computers and charge your stuff with me mm-hmm. paying. 
enjoy that. Yep. So, so somebody. It depends on what you're trying to do. Yeah, somebody's gonna be really upset at the fact that, like, I think that, like, it's very weird when I see like parents doing like the the TikTok challenges with their kids and stuff like that, like. I'm, I'm not talking about the, the the cute ones and shit like that. Like, you know, the, the mom and daughter, like, hey, we're dancing together and shit like that. That's cool. But when I see them doing, like, not this, I don't want to say the sell you a challenge, but the 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 drop it low challenge, that shit. And it's mm-hmm. like, no, like, you, you're doing this shit and you're doing it with the kid. So the kid's doing these twerking dances and shit. Like, I'm like, uh, am, am I lost right now? Like, yo, like I don't want to say they're sexualizing their kids. I, I'm trying to be more positive about this. I swear I am. But you know, it's not just the women. So it's also men too. They do that shit. Like men, like will go tell their their sons, you know, things, but they won't tell their daughter things. They're like, oh well, my son, he can do this shit. He can have an iPad. He can go do this stuff. But God forbid, if the daughter does it, it's like, oh no, absolutely motherfucking not. It's like, no, that shit got to be across the board, buddy. Like, mm-mm. Because imagine, like, right now, like with my daughter, she's what six months. If you know, whenever we have a boy, I go and give her that idea that hey, your brother can do it because he's a boy. But you can't do it because I'm protecting you. Like, you're a girl, so I I should be protecting you more than him because he knows what he's doing. He don't know no fucking better. Like, some things you just know for a fact, if you just kind of, like, eliminate that from even the space of it happening, nothing will happen. Me, I know for a fact, like, you and I, we've talked before, you you know, on a multitude of different episodes about the cell phones. Like, the iPads we can control. The extent for me that I told, you know, my wife, I was like, the extent for me would be an Apple Watch. And, you know, obviously I'm a techie, so there's that. But the reason why is because I want to be able to, like, when she goes to school, I can I can still contact her. But at the same time, it's something where she's not glued to that shit. She can't go and use an Apple Watch like a fucking iPhone. I can know where she is. I can track her with the, you know, find my iPhone and stuff like that. Because this sex trafficking and stuff like that, that shit is real. And mm-hmm. I can't put a tile. I can't put a tile in her back pocket or in her backpack because they can just literally throw that shit away. But with her watch, I can track her. Um, I just wouldn't go and give a phone to her. Um, my little cousin, she's like every bit of like twelve years old. Wears makeup, um, cheerleads. She has an iPhone. She has. She has an iPhone 12, and her mom still has the fucking iPhone 8. I'm, I'm like, where are the fucking priorities right here? Like, what is going on? Like, am I tripping? Nope. Nope. Like, uh, again, you know, I just I want to tie this in. Like, positive self-talks. You, ha- you have to, you know, a parent, um, a sibling, a, a friend, and stuff like that. When it comes to shit like that, um, you have to be able to be like, yo, like, if I wouldn't do it, why the fuck would anybody else do it? Like you that, that's pop. Billionaire getting up. You think just because I'm a billionaire, my kid's getting a Lamborghini at 16? No, th- that's why I. Oh my god! Like Shane, I abs- I almost called you Q. I'm sorry, because Q and I we've had this we've had this fucking talk for at least 12 years. Um, the reason why we had this talk, and I, I don't want to make it too long, but he and I we were at a bar one night, and they had MTV on. And we were watching, for some unknown reason, football had gone off. And the bartender had put on my super sweet 16. And I think it was it was either Lil Wayne's daughter, Tiana Taylor, it was somebody. I, I can't remember which one it was. They were 16 years old. And they got a Mercedes-Benz truck. And we were sitting there like, yo, they're 16. What the fuck? 
at 16, you have a Mercedes-Benz truck. I get it. Your your father's a multimillionaire and stuff like that. But you can't you cannot possibly appreciate having a Benz truck that your parents paid for at 16. Because then what do you give somebody when they're 21? What do they earn for themselves when they're 21, when they're 25? They don't have any value or concept of value in anything because you know what? You've right. given it to them. Right. And again, tying that all in, positive self-talks. Like a lot of people aren't positive because they get shit thrown at them all the fucking time. I absolutely fucking hate every, uh, what's the, uh, like Valentine's Day, uh, birthdays and Christmas with Cardi B and fucking um, Offset. I'm like, yo, love on her. Stop cheating on her. Every time you <laughs> cheat, it's like, I'm going to get her a fucking Lambo truck. What the, what? <laughs> to the point where sometimes I'll be trying to I, I ask Cardi B through my iPhone. I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Is, what? Sweetheart, come on now. Come, come <laughs> on. You, you could do better than this. I feel like Drake when I be talking to her sometimes. Like, yo, <sighs> Next voicemail. I'm sorry. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a choice. You just, it, 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 you wake up one day and you just, man, you just make a choice. You know, you, you either, you're tired. I'm just, man, I'm okay. I'm good with this. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep it real. I ain't never had a pair of Air Jordans in my life. And, and I work and I make money. Mm-hmm. I had to stop buying Jordans. And, you know, without, you know, we'll go to the next voicemail real quick. But the reason why I had to stop wearing Jordans wasn't the price. It was because, honestly, I was looking at me like, yo, why am I wearing them? This motherfucker's retired. They're, they're grown men that it's I'm friends that, with. It's, it's the fact that y'all know that Nike has exploited, exploited Jordans mm-hmm. to the point where they're using less great quality leathers mm-hmm. to construct these shoes to bring out the same shoes that they've been making for three decades. Now I'll tell you a funny story with my with my friends from high school. So they, you know, they used to have like their little group where they would like wear like the funky socks and stuff like that. So my brother Darren, he he was a real big sneakerhead. When he got married, he you know he told his wife he was like, I'm never, you know, I'm not buying a whole bunch of Jordans and stuff like that because he used to be the guy every Jordan release he would get them, and I would do the same thing. I'm like, you know, what? I would get the Jordans, but my issue with my Jordans was. I wouldn't wear them. Like I have friends who are just going buying in Jordan, you know, buying Jordans and wearing them the Saturday that they came out. Me, what I would do is I would collect the fucking Jordans. I would just go and they would sit in my closet because my mom always taught me, it's like, hey, if you just save them, they'll be worth money in like five or ten years. That's what I thought in like fucking middle and high school, right? Here was the issue. The Jordans, I want to say like, what was it? Um I think it was the Space Jams. So the Space Jams came out for the first time around like my 10th or 11th grade year. And they came out and we were like, yo, like these about to be so fire. Like we got to get these for Christmas and stuff like that. They came out. Everybody went to go get them. Then first year of college, you know what? They came out again. I was like, what what, what the fuck? Hold on. Wait, I, I, I still got those in the closet. I could just put those on. My mom was like, well, why did you go and buy them again? I was like, because like they came out. I didn't even realize I had two of the same fucking shoe. So I was like, oh, I'll wear these pair and then I'll save these other ones. Two years later, you know what came out again? The same fucking shoe. And then three weeks after that, the same shoe came out in a different color. I had to have them. So when I was going, like, when I was young, we used, we used to get Jordans. They used to be two for 89. Um, so you can get, like, a pair of Team Jordans. You can get, like, the Eddie Jones and you can get the actual Jordans for two for 89. This is if you were, like, between, like, a size of, like, a one to, like, a seven and a half. And 
when they were two for eighty nine, it was easy to collect Jordans. But now Jordans are like fucking two hundred and fifty bucks. I was like, there's no fucking way. An uh, infant's Jordans is eighty five dollars. Yo, I, I, I be sitting there sometimes. I'm like, yo, there's no fucking way. Like I told now, I, you know, we we did make a pack. You know, when we all had kids, you know, our kids would get a baby pair of Jordans because you know it, it's just something that like it it does still hold into you know all of us that we want to give our kids a pair of Jordans, even if we only get them that pair of Jordans. At least they can say they had them. Now me, I know my daughter's gonna have a pair. I just know for a fact she will. Do I have any? Absolutely not. But I can afford to get her a pair of Jordans that you know. Once in a lifetime, sure, but I'm not gonna be that parent where, hey, dad, you know, these space jams are coming out. I'm like, oh, fuck now, we're we are not repeating that cycle, absolutely not. Uh, my my wife told me, she was like, well, how much are these pair of shoes? Like, when we first started dating, I was wearing New Balance, the 993, and when I got those New Balance, like, she could tell you those were only like maybe 90, 95 dollars, those fucking shoes are 179 dollars now, yeah, to the point where I was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just. Honestly, right now, I'm comfortable shitting these bear claws that I got from fucking uh, Sports Authority. I'm completely I, fine with them. I've never been one to hop on sneakers because it's the most popular or they just got released and I'm standing outside of Nike Town to go ahead and pick up my sneakers. I'm, even when I lived in New York, I'm not doing that shit. I like Man. exclusive sneakers that ain't nobody on, that don't nobody know, but are eclectic. That's what the fuck I like. And the most I've ever paid for sneakers was about five hundred and something dollars. And I probably wear mm-hmm. it three times a year because I don't go anywhere. My other sneakers mm-hmm. that I wear are some campers. I don't go anywhere, so I barely wear them. And most of the time, people don't know what the fuck they are. And those are the sneakers that I like. But I'm mm-hmm. never ham for kids sneakers. My, my, children, my children have Gucci balance. I've never mm-hmm. had in my life. Did I buy them? No. My friends who do not have kids that like to spend money on shit like that, they bought them. Mm-hmm. How many did they yeah. wear them? One time. Jordans. Have they had Jordans? Yes. Did I buy them? No. Mm-hmm. How many times did they wear them? A couple of times. Like That shit doesn't mean nothing to me. To me, the ultimate kid shoe is a motherfucking Converse. Yeah. Yeah, but that's how it has to be. Like you know, I, I just I don't want to make the you know show go left and stuff like that. But when it comes to like kids and stuff like that, I remember how hard I was on Jordans. I would press my mom out for like sneakers and shit like that. And they weren't just Jordans. I'm talking about like the the Penny Hardaways, the Foams, and um like the Scotty Pippen ones and the Kenny uh the Ken Griffey's and shit like that. I would have all these fucking shoes, and they would be good for like a week, maybe two weeks. I would take care of them for the first two weeks. But if we had football that day or we played basketball that day, man, listen. And my mom be like, yo, like, I just got you those shoes. Like, back to school, oh, my goodness. We couldn't wait for the first week of school. God forbid if you had, three, like, if your parents gave you the two for 89 and then you got an extra pair, so you ended up having three pairs of new shoes, you wore all three of them shoes the first week because you would fly shit that first week. But then after that, it's like, well, the noodles don't wore it all. So I'm going to just go ahead and just fuck these shoes up. And then by <laughs> November, you're telling your parents, oh, well, I got to get these, George. I got to get these. Mind you, I graduated in 2005. These kids now, I guess the Jordans don't release the same way that they did in 2005. I can look at the sneakers. I'm like, yo, there's a new, like, three or four pairs of shoes every fucking Saturday. Mm-hmm. There's no way. And now, like, one of uh, one of my boys, his son, he's like, you know, the son has his sneakers account. 
because he'll let the son pick out what shoes he wants. He'll see if he can get them matching. And I was like, wait, so you're getting matching shoes for you and your family? So imagine he's buying shoes for himself, his son, his daughter, and his wife. So he's buying four pairs of shoes that are $250 a piece. Not doing it. Couldn't couldn't do it. Now, mind you, if you got the money for it, hey, do your fucking thing. But what I'm not going to do is buy the same pair of fucking Jordans I wore when I was 8, 10, 12, 20, and 24 because they had to re-release them. No. And Jordan needs to stop calling them shits fucking retros, too. They've been done 15 times. <laughs> he is not... Yo, that shit burns me up. I'm like, yo, there's no way... And yes, that is the hater in me because how did Jordans went from fucking eighty nine dollars to a hundred and twenty to a hundred and fifty. I blame it on them ugly ass the shoes that came with the um I forgot what Jordan was that came in a suitcase. That's when shit went left. Pe- my me and my boy paid hundred and seventy five dollars for them Jordans, and ever since then, them fucking Jordans have been two hundred to two hundred fifty dollars ever since. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace to him. Kobe had some of the ugliest fuck the ugliest fucking sneakers ever. Now. Oh my goodness. Oh my. Everybody in mom like, oh, I gotta get the Kobe Lowe's. Why? Why? Co- the Kobe Lowe's were the reason why his ankles and shit were all fucked up. Rest in <laughs> peace. Re- rest in peace to him. But everybody, you know, everybody riding the wave. Them LeBrons, them fucking LeBrons look like Timberlands that you can wear on the court. Them shit is bulky, <laughs> wide, fat, and everybody be like, yo, well, because LeBron's 6'8". Yeah, he's 6'8", but you fucking 5'7", like me. Like, no, you should not be wearing uh, fucking LeBron's. Them shits is bulky. Mm. But, uh, again, you know, to, let me, let's go ahead and, you know, get back on topic. I'm going to give another one, and we're going to get to these voicemails. because ooh, A lot of people will come to you and says practice makes perfect. But in reality, if you're practicing the wrong way, how are you going to get perfect? So everything in life is an action. It's, it's a habit. You have bad habits yep. and you have good habits. Implement better habits into your life. So you have to remove those bad habits or change that mindset, change those bad habits in order for those good habits to inhibit your body, inhibit your mind and your soul. It takes time, but it's an active work for the rest of your life to, to better yourself every day because bro, we're always going to hit storms. Storms are always going to come. Things are always going to come your way. It's how you conquer those days at hand, how you conquer the day at hand. And that's how you do it, honestly. It's little baby steps. It's steps every single day. Move the ball three yards every every time, and then you, you got a first down. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, before we go to the next voicemail, I'm going to give you one more of mine. Um, I, I still have a few, but we'll just play them between the voicemails. So this next one is called the five-second rule. Um, it's not the five second rule when you like drop some shit on the ground. Um, it was it was created by this guy by the name of Mel Robbins. Um, so I guess the quick way to consider the five second rule is this. Um, the linear like definition of the five second rule is if you have an impulse to act on a goal, you must physically move within five seconds or else your brain will kill the idea of completing it. So Say, for example, you're telling yourself, you know, as a positive self-talk that, you know what, I'm going to take out the trash. If you tell yourself that you're going to take out the trash, like you need to actually get up and do that in five seconds or else you'll keep putting it, you know, on the back burner and it'll just keep happening. It'll continuously just be there. And every time you walk past, you keep telling yourself that you're going to do it. So if you don't do it in the first five seconds, it's just going to continuously like linger. So just do that shit now. So that is, you know, 
a positive self-talk when it comes to something like that. But next voicemail. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. I just wanted to um, show support by at least, you know, speaking up. I'm new to stereo, but I've been enjoying you guys for a little bit. And um, I do appreciate the positivity. Um, I think that's just lacking everywhere on social media. People tend to, um, you know, um, go more towards negativity, I guess. And I do personally appreciate the both of you. And um, I wanted to say something about... um, When you were talking about people, you wonder if people are doing the work and diving into themselves. I do it all the time. And I just feel that um, some people are just maybe insecure and they'd rather just go along to get along rather than be different. See, Shane, you talked about that. You talked about that. And I don't want that. I like authentic people. I like honest vibes. I like people to tell me straight and stop worrying about my feelings. That's my job. Your job is not to worry about my feelings. I didn't, you're not my mother and you're not my father. <laughs> That's not your job. So just be honest with me. And if it ain't mm-hmm. honest, I don't want it. Fact. That is law. Play another one. Did I freeze or and being different to me is it always have been a beautiful thing but some um, find it easier to just blend in and you know I guess that's just how life is you know but I really appreciate what you guys are doing talking about these kind of things are very important so that you know I I believe you guys are encouraging the ones who who, who may want to be different who may want to take that chance to be different and um, be the best version of themselves. Thank you for all you do. Thank you. Thank you. Trust me. I, I needed it myself because I told myself I'm the biggest fucking hater on planet Earth. I just be hating <laughs> shit sometimes. I'm like, yo, like, fuck, I hate this. Like, and I, I mean, like one day I actually had to sit with myself. I was like, do I hate it or am, like, no, Shannon, that was the, the talk that you and I had a text message. I was like, oh, like, I'm not being receptive to this because I just know it's no fucking good. Like, and the thing is, then when I listen to it, I was like, you know what? They're actually giving, like, really, like, good information, but I filtered it, like, because there was good information given, but there was just, like, 80% bullshit, and it was 20%, like, good, and I couldn't, like, kind of extract the good from the bad, so I just bundled it all up. I was like, all this shit is bullshit. Um, so I'm trying to do better. Like, you know what? I'll be receptive to some good shit. And I'll try to listen to the entire thing. But once it goes too far left, I'm like, you know what? No, see, prove my point. Nope. Like that girl earlier, I had to get the negative out. Because that negative shit that she was talking, boy. Mm-hmm. Fucking market your point. What the fuck? Next. <laughs> <That voicemail. laughs> oh, my Lord. Hold on. And that's the only difference is you can hide on social media and your shit is just not out there because if, if, if from day one, everybody's always had their own platform. You feel what I'm saying? From the day you stepped off the porch, you know what I mean? Like just where I was raised and I came up at to where it's like, man, we viewed it as to where you feel what I'm saying? That, that uh, you know, like all eyes on me, like to where, you know what I mean? I was already on TV. Yep. Yep. 
and it just it's so crazy, bro. Because like you know, just talking to him directly, it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, it's all dependent on how you were raised. And you know, Shan's show has actually not only made me a better parent, and I'm, I'm talking about cozy one, but she gets it. It gives me a perspective. It's like, okay, like I, I'm I'm not doing this alone, and that's why like it, it makes me want to podcast more. So to answer his, like, you know, not answer his question, but more so to, like, speak to what he's talking about, like, we need a community of people that are a little bit more positive and give you insight that you didn't have before. And I'm trying to find that on social media, um, but it has to start with me. It has to start with, you know, like, people like Shan. She's positive, and, you know, sometimes I give her the, the bug sometimes where she's like, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to be negative about it too, if Greg going to be. And yes, <laughs> like, I'm cool. I'm I'm absolutely, I'm with the shits, but sometimes I have to step outside of myself and be like, yo, there has to be some type of positive outcome to this. And I'm trying to, I'm getting there. I'm not an expert at this shit. And I, I'm I'm going to continue to try, but, you know, it's an effort that I have to continuously make. But what I've seen, though, it, it, it's not looking good because of what's presented to me. Social media, um, honestly, life in general, like walking outside, that shit just feels negative. I'm like, fuck. Like, you know, sometimes I walk around the block and then I see somebody that don't have their mask on and shit like that and they're talking to somebody. I'm like, here we go. This is shit. Like, you know, this is that. But I'm working on it. I'm still a work in progress. You know, I'm trying to be a little bit more positive as long as I can avoid, you know, people not wearing masks and Tyler Perry films, I think I'm pretty good. So far, I'm doing so good. So, next voicemail. You know, now that you guys mentioned it, it is kind of important that you say or um, like speak a lot of positivity, whether you're saying it to another person or to yourself, especially when you say it to yourself is, uh, you are the one person you hear the most. So if you're, mm-hmm. if you hear yourself saying a lot of negative things, then things are, you're gonna have a negative point of view. Things are always gonna be negative. But if you have, but if you hear yourself saying a lot of positive things or motivating things, then you're always gonna feel motivated. You're always gonna see positive, like see positive things happening or look at the bright side of situations. Fact. That's an absolute fact. Yeah. That's I'm telling you, like, you know, my wife, you know, she's positive. Um, Chan, she she's usually positive unless, you know, she's buying the interface that I've been trying to get her to buy. She she's been <laughs> real negative about that. But that, that's a story for another day. Um, but you know, it, it's all about how like I'm not saying just try to make every situation positive because honestly, there are some things that's you know, that are just not fucking positive. And it's okay for them not to be. You just don't have to be involved with them. You can honestly just step away. Like, you know what? No, I'm good. Like th- this is just not it. Um, but you, you know, when it comes to this positive self-talk, if you're trying to be positive, just step away from that negative shit. Like, I know right now, I think it, today's like the first day of Lent and shit like that. And honestly, for the past 17 years, I've been trying to do Lent and I fail every single time. I, I fail because I, I set expectations that I can't meet. And if I could meet them, I only meet them for like nine days. And I'm like, yo, like, Fucking April third's a long. That's a long ass way away, right? So no, it ain't. It's a month away. That is a long ass way away. Um, in 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 Greg years, yes, that is a long way away. <laughs> um, because I mean, I used to do like with Lent. I, actually, you know what? Next voice, man. I ain't gonna go too far into that one. We'll talk about that on another episode. <laughs> Anytime you're on social media, you're gonna always have people who are going to dislike what you do, be very negative about things, and hey, that's fine. 
you know, like you said, just mute them. Don't even don't don't listen to them. They're going to do what they're going to do. All right. And I mean, a lot of people, what they do is that they will actually get into a confrontation and mm-hmm. that is actually making them look bad if they end up doing that. So the best thing is mm-hmm. just don't even listen to them. Just mute them and just keep on doing what they're doing and being a positive role model because there are people out there who are going to listen, who will listen to this, mm-hmm. listen to the things you know that they have to say. Mm-hmm. Fact. Um, I have another one. So, you know, on my list of ways that you can show yourself and others gratitude and, you know, have more positive self-talk is what I was told is called the lint brush approach. So it's the equivalent of saying sometimes you have to take the lint roller and rub off the negative energy and push it completely off of you. Um, The way that the person explained it to me sounded way better. It sounded way more like elaborate and deep. Me, I, I just don't put anything in that type of context, but what she was telling me, she was like, you know, approach a lint brush the same way you approach, like, you know, all the negativity in your life. When you go and you take a lint brush and you roll it over your jeans, you roll it over your shirt, you know, that's what you will be doing with all of the negativity in your life. It's going to stick to something else, but it's not going to stick to others. Like, you wouldn't go and take a lint brush and rub it all over your clothes and then rub it to somebody else. What you usually do with a lint brush is you, you get the negative, you know, you get the lint or the negativity off, you rip off that sheet and you throw it away. That way it can't contaminate. It can't be a part of anybody else's life. That's where I want to be. I want to be in a space where all that negativity is on that lint brush and it's not being affecting to anybody else. It's in the trash. It's in the garbage and nobody else has to deal with it. So hopefully other people take that same like approach when it comes to the lint brush. Basically, take that lint roller, rub off all the negative energy, and push it off you. But don't affect other people with it. Don't hand it off to a friend, and definitely don't go and rub your own lint on other people. That's just fucking weird. So. <laughs> I wish they like that shit. That, that would definitely be weird. Um, what do you think about um, Trump and the QAnon people? We not talking uh, about him. You almost got blocked, buddy, but you, you spoke too fast. Don't do it again. Next. Right. I completely agree with you um, when you say kids are not supposed to. Sorry, my daughter's in the background. When you say kids are not supposed to have cell phones, like if you really need to like track your kid, you know, like if you're a single mom or a single parent in general, single dad, and your kid gets off the bus early or something, gets dropped up at the house, and you need to know if they're there or not, you can get them them little uh, watch trackers or like, you know, like a little ladybug phone where they can call like three people. They don't need no Samsung S whatever because the, the internet is is poisoning it's, it's, it's poisoning to the young mind like you don't it's poisoning to me and i'm 26 years old like mm-hmm. kids don't need that in their life well you know what you need in your life you need to follow not only she gets a podcast but you need to follow cozy womb podcast because just from the sound that was in the background and shout out to the noises i love it um that that will be your solace get you uh, a nice pair of headphones or anything you got going honestly the kid can hear it too your the kid friendly show is cozy womb podcast the show that you can listen to when you put the baby down is definitely she gets a podcast and i need you to not only listen to both i need you to subscribe to both tell a friend to do 
both when it comes to subscribing. And more importantly, thank you for listening to Loud Mouth Stereo, which is on that platform as well, talking about She Gets a Podcast. Um, I, I think we need to reset the, the room because we're at an hour and 50 minutes to the show, Chad. So do you want to go ahead and reintroduce the show so the new people who are coming in know exactly what they're listening to? I want to say thank you for everybody listening and leaving these comments because they are good comments. This is Loud Mouth Stereo. My name is Shan from She Gets It Podcast. That is Greg from Young, Black, and Bothered. And we are here giving y'all some good content for Stereo App. No, we are not YouTubers. <laughs> We've been here since <laughs> October before it got crazy on this app. No, we are not children. We are grown adults doing adult shit. But uh, thank you for checking out the show. We are here every Wednesday night and Saturday night. So thank you for coming through for some good poppings. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, before we get to these next two voicemails, I will go and just run off a couple more. Um, tell yourself, I'm a fucking winner and no one can take that away from me. That is a definite you know, way of giving yourself some positive self-talk. Um, don't force yourself to be negative. I think we've talked about that to an extent for the last like 20 minutes. That is key. Um, don't let something small or not important ruin your peace of mind. We we tend to do that a lot. I know for a fact I do. Um, I'll take something that's small and make it big because it, it's just my mental scope. My thing is if I add more focus and emphasis on it, it'll grow. And then I can just kind of like accomplish like defeating it by making it's I'm, I'm trying to like find like a good like way of like like wording that. But if you take a problem that's small and you kind of like maximize that window, then you can focus completely on that instead of all the other shit and then you can conquer it. That that's that's perfect. That's what I wanted to say. So hopefully, you know, you guys don't let something small or non important ruin your peace of mind. That was where I was going. Next. Remind yourself that everything is a process and retraining your brain takes a while. It will not happen overnight. Um, I have a hard problem with that. That one I'm actually personally working on. Um, I'm sure everybody got all the answers. I don't. That one right there I'm working on. I'm going to get back to you when I figure it out, though. But it's definitely on my list. Um, Number 12 on my list is even if you are the most positive person, you will still have bad days. It is okay. Um, Trust me. I'm trying to be positive, but sometimes people be fucking trying me, and I don't like it. I do not like that shit at all. It is not nice. It's not cute. And honestly, if you fuck with me the wrong way on a certain day, you might get shot. And I mean that from the bottom of your heart. So <laughs> hopefully um, ho- hopefully, I become better at that because I'll have a temper on a certain day. Um, luckily, nobody has seen it in a while, so there's that. And last but not least on my list is I think this was the most important one for me. Stop asking for the meaning of life. Um, Ask what does life expect of us? Life itself means taking responsibility. This is why all of us exist. As long as you are alive, there is hope to do things that you want to do for the future. Um, I had to write that down because that's what my therapist told me. I was like, yo, this is good because I have this issue where I'm always like searching for something, even if it's not there, I'm always searching for like the end goal. It's like, no, you have to get there in order to find it. But sometimes you're just not going to get to the end. It just might be one big ass loop. You might just be running around a track. And I had to actually come to grasp with that. And it was, it was hard. Um, But I'm learning and it feels good to know that, you know, 
I actually got that life lesson from someone else that wasn't myself. A lot of us, we give ourselves the answers to our own questions. You might not have them. Um, so positive self-talk sometimes means you have to actually talk to yourself and then go to someone else to actually get the definitive answer. That way you can say, you know what? I've completed that mission. Now I know because I actually did talk to someone else about it. That is, to me, my list of ways that you can have positive self-talk. Boom. Fuck God, it be fuck. Ugh. See? See? There's only one, dog. See? It's always an idiot. Always an idiot. Now, oh, good. He's done. Oh, yeah, he he wasn't going to talk. So, basically, with that being said, everybody, um, trust me, there there will be shows that are going to be less positive, probably, you know, next Wednesday when I I do another docket. Uh, Shan's show on Saturday, I'm actually scared because... I was very positive tonight, ladies and gentlemen. I, I did my best to be positive all night, um, which is weird because I have to be. Was I? Was I, I'm gonna do better at this. I'm 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 trying to be better at being positive. Now the fact that I have to do Lent for the next month, I'm not happy about that, but I'm doing it for the sake of my future brother-in-law. So I'm I'm going to try to be positive with that. Um, again, ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Loudmouth Stereo. You've listened to a great episode that has lasted you guys a total of an hour and 56 minutes. We've done absolutely fantastic. Um, right now is last call, though. Um, I wanted anybody who was in here to actually go and, you know, if you have something on your heart, go ahead and let it out. You can leave a voicemail if you want. You can, you know, tell us your grievances if you have any, like, thing that is different from what we've said. If you want to add to the conversation, feel free. Um or you can help me convince Shan to buy this goddamn nope. interface that she refuses nope. to buy. Um, she, see, real friends try to get friends to do things with them so they're not alone. She just will not do this. So I'm really upset and disappointed at the fact that she will not do this for just me. Just receive my um, taxes on the 12th. When I get back, I think when I when it gets to me, I'll think. <sighs> see, friends, how many of us have them? <laughs> <laughs> But if y'all have any last comments to leave, leave it now. And um, yes, please check out Young Black and Bothered. Please uh, find Young Black and Bothered on IG and on Twitter. Tweet us your thoughts. Uh, you can follow us on the app. And uh, we will be back. And if you did not catch the beginning of the show or you missed the middle or you do something else or your phone died this whole show will be available on Young Black and Bothered and she gets a podcast very soon yeah and I need I need Shan to stop minimizing she gets a podcast anybody who has ever listened to a podcast um, you have not listened to a podcast Shan not only has a podcast she has over 700 podcasts for you to listen to that is the equivalent of you prob- you could probably listen to a new show every day for the rest of the year and you could still have time for more. Yeah. Because her shows, some shows might be like our show, it could be two hours, or you can have a show that can literally get you through the day. It could be 12 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. You have lunch break episodes or you have road trip episodes. There's something for everybody. And I, I really like I employ anybody who listens to podcasts or have never listened to a podcast. She Gets It Podcast is honestly one of my favorite shows. That's why Shannon and I do this show together. So, you know, extend gratitude where it's given, and Shannon honestly is the best to do it. That's why, you know, she's my daughter's pod mommy. 
appreciate um, yeah like uh, appreciate people and give them flowers um as long as they don't market podcast for <laughs> i'm sorry I, I was about to do it i ain't gonna do it i ain't gonna do it i will not do it um so i i guess we can get out of here we do not have any voicemail so shan like you can go ahead and close us out then thank you guys for listening to a episode about stereo talking about the importance of positive self-talk whatever you say is going to happen if you don't say it it won't happen and if you find yourself thinking it stop that shit and say something positive not everything needs to be commented on not everybody needs to be lectured conserve your energy and stop trying to convince people that they're wrong and let them be the greatest thing that i discovered at the end of my 20s is agreeing to disagree and people who are combative and negative and drama driven hate that shit mm. that's absolute it. fact that is it everybody so as usual you know we have our shows you know shan tells y'all she's told you three times a night but i'm gonna do it the fourth time we have shows on wednesdays and we have shows on saturdays so you know what this means um you have a show coming up soon um, yeah. We would love to see you all there. Um, Shan will not tell me the topic, but I'm excited. Oh. Um, I, w- I will definitely be sober for this one. I might not. I'm, I'm coming in clean. I'm coming in. I'm not going to have any notes. I'm going to just fly off the cuff this episode. So Shan is in for a treat as well. So I cannot wait. And y'all better be there. I'm talking everybody who is in here right now. I- I'm going to shout some of y'all out. Killer Man Sham, Musa133, Jake77Lloyd, Jellybean98, SGRE. Coco Toes. I'm assuming that's brown toes, but Coco Toes, yes. One Dream Girl 101, Chloe B, LaBelle 2021, Mike J, Mr. Gogor, I'm sorry, Mr. Bogard 45. We got Isabella MDG, Lovely Spirit 82, Tattered Firefly, Aaron Poole, Regina 1804. Uh, who else do we have? Lizama, Tico here. H-G-G-G, I'm assuming that's like an acronym for like, hey, got, oh, never mind. I, I'll figure that out later. Um, <laughs> Keys, 20... <laughs> Keys 2020, talk a lot. Rich One, shout out to him for leaving all the voicemails tonight. We really appreciate that. And that one, Miss Hot, uh, I would say she gets it, but you know, she's actually a part of the show, so there's that. Um, we got Hannah Wright with the, with the little top hat. She got the little hat on, I see her. We got Tee uh, what is this? T Beak, uh, Ace Four Forty, um, Coffee Shara, Yuchino. Uh, we have uh, Shaldine Soldier. That's our boy. He's been leaving a lot of voicemails tonight. Brianka Sade. Shout out to that. I like that. That's a that's a beautiful name. We have Naughty Bowman One, Dino with the One, A Marie Intuitive. Whatever happened to A Marie? Like, good grief. She, she said this is one thing that got me tripping, and then she just. Maybe she tripped because she'd been gone for like 15, 20 years. Um, Queen Robinson 37, we got Saika. And um, we have a young guy by the name of Fook You, Fook Me. Um, I hope <laughs> I wasn't being racist by saying that. Um, we have Isha Pisha, uh, T Grind, Dixon TV, Spirit Coach One, JK the Plug, who was trolling earlier. We have Cease3R, Panda Bros, B Christiana. Freddie Fred, Kixie Me, and last but not least, we have Sahara Johnson. Anybody else's name that I did not say, I apologize. That was a very long list of people to read. But 
if you were there on Saturday, I guarantee you I will not miss your name. I guarantee that. Um, in closing, um, I hope that everybody gained something from tonight's show. I hope you learned something. And more importantly, I hope that we learn from you and your voicemails. Um, Stereo, shout out to you guys for actually doing good things and putting positive people in positive spaces. Um, hopefully, you know, we can do this on Saturday. If, you know, people that live in Texas still have power or if they have power, shout out to y'all. Like, damn, they, they're living real rough right now. Sorry. Um, outside of that, you know, I will see you on Saturday. We will see you on Saturday and bring your ass with you. Ass. Your whole ass. Not even one cheek, but both of them. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Yeah. We will see y'all on Saturday. <laughs> Ready to watch Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Peace. <laughs>